A few years ago, a Focus staff member asked Alexis if she had any prayer needs. And at that time, my heart was so tender, and I really was feeling like I wanted to give up on this marriage. So I just told him quite straightly, like, I need help. We need help. Our marriage is very difficult, and would you pray for our marriage? And he did. She also found help on the radio. Focus on the family saved my life. It just was the lifeline that I needed every single day to keep going and keep hoping. I'm Jim Daly. Help us save more families every month by calling 800-A-FAMILY or donate at focusonthefamily.com family. Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. You can find more helpful advice at focusonthefamily.com slash parenting podcast. One of my sons, when he was a teenager, did some yard work, and he kind of went around the neighborhood and did things for various clients, if you'll call them that. And uh, one particular client was very picky, and my son ultimately lost the account because he couldn't pay enough attention to the details. He didn't weed whack enough. He didn't sweep well enough. And the good news is, years later, he's really a stickler for detail now. I think it kind of um, made an impression on him. How do your kids react when they fail? I'm John Fuller. My co-host is Danny Huerta. And we've been hearing from Dave Ramsey about teaching our kids money management. And today, Dave is going to be talking about letting your child learn from failure. Here's Jim Daly talking with Dave Ramsey. You know, Dave, so many people that are in a hole, whether it's a financial hole, a marriage hole, whatever it might be, you look back on those 25 years, look what the Lord has done with you and your family, your lives. This is amazing. God is uh, pretty much an expert at restoring messed up stuff, and uh, that was me for sure. And uh, I love that about your story. You weren't born an expert in finances. <laughs> no, I, got, I have a Ph.D. in D.U.M.B. That's what I have. Yeah. No, I've, I've done it all wrong. I, and, you know, I did it all wrong as a dad. I did it all wrong as a husband early on because I, I didn't know what to do. I didn't have that. And so I thank God for ministries like this that have spoken into my life over the years. And I'm often asked these days because I'm getting old, you know, what would you tell a young person? I said, you know, content, baby. you got to put, you know, read books jump on the radio, jump on these podcasts and, and get with people that know stuff you don't know about what the Word of God says. And uh, it will cause restoration in your life. It will, cause, it will cause growth in your life. It will cause love to come out of your pores that you didn't even know you had. And I think the bigger word for that is wisdom. You gain wisdom when you do those things and then apply it, right? And that's what Dave, that's what you've been doing for so long now, helping people apply wisdom to their finances. Uh, Financial Peace Junior, teaching children. This is great. I mean, this is good stuff. We uh, had a fun last time. Let's pick up where we dropped off last time. You talked about spending, mm-hmm. and uh, that's the fun part. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. But you you mentioned right at the end of the broadcast last time about uh, telling the kids, the younger kids particularly, just you know, let them blow their money. I could hear moms particularly going, is he? crazy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what did you mean by blowing a little bit of money and not being pharisaical about it as the parent? I want to allow them to make mistakes that bring them regret while the mistakes are small and under my wing. Let that, them fail. Let them fail. F- non-fatal 
failures because they can learn a concept. They can learn uh, with a, an ouchy moment on having spent money on something dumb, okay? That, that let them feel that when they're 14 or 4 rather than when they're 44 and it's a new Porsche. Do you think – let me ask you this because I look at – in the mail and the emails that we get at Focus – Christian parents want to do a good job. We want to honor the Lord. We want to do the right thing. We want to follow the rules. Absolutely. And, and then we want our kids to do that as well. We have, a, I think, a problem allowing our kids to fail well, in mistake, little incremental ways. I, I think the mistake we make, and we talked about this last time, is that we want our kids to behave. And if you're not careful, you spend all your time trying to raise great kids. Don't raise great kids. My friend Andy Andrews says raise kids that become great adults. And that means they need critical thinking skills. And critical thinking skills involve having experienced non-fatal failure. There's nothing like experience to bring wisdom. And you can control the level of pain with the experience. And so it's not laissez-faire, I take my hands off the wheel and hope the kid can drive. That's not what we're doing. But if they're going to bump into something, I'd rather it be in the cornfield than on the interstate. Mm -hmm. And let's get the Jeep out there in the cornfield and drive around and run into a fence post instead of hit somebody head on at 85. And so let's learn how to drive in an environment where it's non-fatal. Let's learn how to handle money in an environment where it's non-fatal. And I don't care if my kids are perfect. My, what you think about my kids is irrelevant to me. My job as a dad is to raise kids that are becoming great adults. And if you don't like the way I'm doing it, that's your issue, not mine. Yeah, and that applies to moms, too. <laughs> yeah. The comparison game with our kids, and we turn them into Stepford kids, little Stepford Christian children, dee, 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 exactly walking right. along, they're little robots, and they don't have the ability to think for themselves because they've been given such strict boundaries by their parents that they can't behave. Now, I'm not into anarchy either. The inmates didn't run the place, right. okay? Daddy ran the place. There wasn't any question about that at our place. But there's boundaries, and within the boundaries, let's have some non-fatal failure. Letting our kids make mistakes while they still have us there to support them, it makes a lot of sense, but sometimes it is so hard to just watch and to let the uh, the lesson be learned. Danny, how can we be okay with that? What can we do um, when our kids fail? How can we best support them and not rescue them, I guess? Oh, it is so hard because, you know, it, it feels like it reflects on us when our kids fail. And we don't like failure ourselves either. It just doesn't feel good. Uh, but, man, it is so important for life. And in, in some previous tests that have been done in social psychology in the area of grit and perseverance, what they found is... The kids that were most successful were not the kids with the highest IQs or the most talented. It was the ones that were able to learn how to pick themselves back up when they fell. Hmm. The ones that were persistent, they persevered, they knew when to move on to new things and when to continue to press on something. And sometimes you have to ask your child, maybe this is not your strength. Maybe you need to try something new, and that's okay. Your child may feel hurt in the moment. They may feel sad. But we need to bring some truth at times. Maybe that's not their natural skill. I remember coaching a group of boys, and one uh, boy kept trying to play basketball, and that was just not his thing. It really was not, and it wasn't developing, and he was working as hard as he could, and it still wasn't developing. Mm. And the, the mom had a great conversation with him, and this boy came to the conclusion, maybe basketball is not my thing. I need to try something different. 
that is that is a very wise thing and a wise place a parent can take their child. Okay, so rewind that story and let's say the boy was struggling, but the mom saw or a coach saw greatness in basketball. How do you deal with that? He's failing and he might be prone to just say, forget it. How do you get to the point of saying, yeah, you are struggling, but... Yeah, you have the ability, and now we have to build off of that. Great players don't come overnight. They spend hours and hours and hours, and I think the statistic out there is you spend 10,000 hours on something to become specialized in it. That takes a lot of hard work. It's, it's not a sprint to all of a sudden become great at something. And the journey of it all is where God wants to meet us, where he strengthens us. He's mm-hmm. our rock. And he has said, in, our, in your weakness, I will make you strong. Mm. And it takes a sense of awareness on our part. What are my weaknesses? How can I count on God and really step into who he's created me to be? And I think one place we fail as parents is that we will tell our children, hey, you're so talented or you're so skilled. And we start to place their value on what they do mm-hmm. and on their talent rather than you have this skill and the word and and you uh, are working hard on this or could work hard on it and become even better and I'm excited to to see this journey unfold and encouraging kids along the way. Hmm. One quick story John yeah. my son had a I think sports are great have great lessons for failure. My son had an awful basketball game. He didn't do well at all. He missed many shots, made a lot of mistakes, felt really sad. And, and I say, hey, what do you think? What, what happened? What, 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 tell me what's going through your mind. And he attributed mistakes to, you know, I didn't make the right decision in that moment. It wasn't, I'm an awful player. I stink at this. It was in the moment. I didn't make a decision. The next game, he had the best game he's ever had. Mm. And that's the great thing with sports. Sometimes there'll be high days and sometimes low days. And uh, that's you learn from both and move forward that it, it's not defining your value. That's really good insight, Danny. I appreciate that so much. And um, earlier, as Jim Daly was talking with Dave Ramsey, uh, Jim made mention of the Financial Peace Junior Kid. We'd like to offer that to you to work through with your kids. And uh, we've got a link uh, in the description for the podcast. If you make a donation today of any amount, we're going to send that kit to you. It's our way of saying thank you for supporting the work here of Focus on the Family to equip parents to have thriving kids and healthy families. Well, join us again next time. And uh, until then, I'm John Fuller on behalf of Danny Huerta and the team. Thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. Podcast.